hello and welcome back to navigating um so i'll start with a health update i went to the doctor this morning and they told me the results of my kidney biopsy and yes my hsp is back but they're not going to do anything different for it as in my treatment plan so it's looking pretty good i guess um i'll let you know more but overall nothing's gonna change so that's good that's positive i guess um yeah i don't know what to say like you know it's back but it's okay well i trust my doctors to find the best course of action for me and right now the best course of action is nothing because i'm on pretty good meds and they're pretty stable and yeah there's no rejection like my kidney transplant isn't rejecting so that's the best thing I could ask for. Yeah, so that's my health update. Um, I'm sorry if you heard me like scratching things. Um, <laughs> I like hit my hand on the wall and it like, that's not, you didn't come here to listen to that. Um, so I decided a while ago that today's podcast was going to be about school. And literally while I was on my commute from home to the hospital i was like i'm gonna title this podcast health update comma coping with what's my illness a chronic illness and high school and social anxiety because um those were the things i had to handle in high school however i will go back and start at like middle school because that's when my illness did start um yeah so i do want to preface this by saying like I'm going to be sharing my experiences and hopefully um, either you can relate to this experience, uh, relate to my experience and maybe give you some relief or you can learn from my experiences. Um, but not every school is going to be like this. I don't even know if my school is still like this. So, you know, I really don't know. Um, I did want to go on a little bit of a tangent. So before I start talking about like my school life and stuff I want to talk about the pandemic kind of so I didn't mention this before but um maybe I did I was in the hospital during the height of the pandemic and um I don't know if I mentioned this but my hospital is near Central Park so I like saw a lot of the beds that they made in Central Park for because the hospitals were overflowing Um, so, yeah, that's kind of startling, um, when you're in the hospital, but every time I would have to go to an appointment, I would think about how we're literally in a pandemic right now, um, and it happened today, and I was like, oh my goodness, like, we're literally in a pandemic, and I would look at the trees and how green they were, and, like, the world like nature doesn't seem to be like hey there's like a deadly disease going around um nature's just naturing you know and that's something that is kind of crazy to me like not crazy but like very interesting um and then i started thinking about how like i think i believe the spanish flu was the last pandemic in the u.s um you know in the u.s we learn you not eurocentric but united states centric history so i really don't know about like the pandemics or epidemics in the world 
maybe I'll learn them in school because I'm going to nursing school, but who knows? Um, yeah. So I was thinking about how most of the pictures we have are like black and white. And it made me think of how like people back then, they were going through a pandemic and they didn't see the world through black and white images, you know? It was in color for them. I know this is really showing my age and how young I was. I am, sorry. And yeah, I just, it it's pretty crazy to think that like people were roaming the streets that I currently am roaming um during a pandemic as well and yeah I just kind of want to know their mindset about things maybe how they handled it were there (laughs) anti-maskers were there anti-maskers I don't know just something that I find interesting um on my commute to the hospital uh no longer once a month now every three weeks because you know my HSP is technically black, so they're gonna watch my labs a little more closely. Um, so yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's about it that I've been thinking about lately. I'm gonna go into like more of the things that I'm thinking about because I am ready to get some things off my chest about school. This is like, I wouldn't, I don't want to say pent up, but like. I was thinking about it before I was like I'm tired of talking about this stuff to my therapist my mom and that's about it like I need to share this with other people because I can no longer contain it anymore and even if it doesn't like go to other people I need to have this documented somewhere um so that I can like relive it because um my memories are like fading quickly like um my memories fade dude (laughs) Oh, it's just a normal thing. But it's crazy because, uh, let's stop using cliche sentences, but it's very, um, I guess startling in a sense because it was so vivid once and now it's not. That's literally how memories work, Talia. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to go ahead and talk about school. So I've been like, thinking of where exactly I want to start on my school journey I guess I guess I'll start at the beginning no um oh I should again plan things out write things down I said I was gonna do that for this podcast but then I decided to record this podcast on a whim because I'm actually like busy today today is one of the only days that I get busy um not what today's one of the only days where I have like actual things to do like I have three things to do today one of them is already accomplished which was which was my doctor's appointment now school (laughs) not now like I have to do school because I'm still off of school I'll talk about that later but let's talk about middle school I guess so middle school was over four years ago so I don't know where I'm going to start um I guess I can start with like the kind of student I am what kind of student I was so I am of the rare variety of people who enjoy math um math came very easily to me which is a talent that I'm very grateful for is it a talent I wouldn't consider it a talent but it's a skill it's a skill that I'm grateful for and that I really appreciate um, I do not where I got, I, bleh. 
English is my first language. Not my best language, but my first language. Um, I don't know where I got this skill from. Um, my grandfather on my mom's side was an accountant. Um, but he was also a taxi driver. I, I'll go into my family history later, but I really love like the jobs that my grandfather would do. Um, it's kind of really cool. Um, so yeah, both my parents, they're like, I don't know how you got good at math because that's not my forte. Um, but yeah, so math is my strong suit. Um, also enjoyed science. So I was more of a logical, analytical person. History and English were not my strong suits. Specifically English class. I have a major bone to pick with English class. English class... English, oh, I swear I speak English. English class was the bane of my existence, my Achilles heel, uh, my torment. I don't know. Um, it just, oh. English class gives me anxiety because I just think of all the work I had to do. Anyway, back to like school and stuff. Um, so yeah, that should give you a little bit of an idea of who I am. Um, math was very easy to me. Oh, and I should also say that before I got sick, um, I was the kind of student that would literally, like, intake information in class, and then I would be ready to go for a test for it. Like, I intook the information maybe once, twice, three times, and then the information would be in my head, and I would be able to regurgitate it on a test, and then the information was gone from my head so to put it quite simply the way my brain worked before was very in conjunction i guess with the archaic way that schools are operated today and it i did see that the way schools operate today was harmful through um my peers and my friends and how they would struggle with certain aspects but I could never relate myself because I just benefited from the testing culture and homework culture that school had made um yeah I should also say that I went to public schools so classes were big so teachers couldn't always focus on one student's trouble so that's the other thing but yeah so middle school I was in advanced math there were I all of middle school I was in advanced math all three years not to toot my own horn but toot toot I peaked in middle school um no I didn't hopefully but yeah math was I found math fun which I don't (laughs) I don't feel comfortable saying anymore Um, because I do not find math fun. I find math stressful. Um, but I used to find math fun. It used to be like a fun brain activity for me. Um, I'm gonna go on a tangent, but my middle school had a math team and they had like, so I, I got good grades because math was my strong suit. Um, and they had like prompted me to join the math team because my grades were so good. The thing is, you had to pay to be on math team, and I was like, why would I, why would I pay for that? Like, I know you had to pay for after school programs 
for public schools because they have to like take you on trips and things and I think there was a mathlon or something but I was like why am I paying to be a mathlete like no thank you um love math I have a special place in it for my heart however not gonna pay to do it in my free time when I can just do it in my free time yeah if in case you haven't noticed I was not a sporty person like sports were not my thing I think I mentioned that before but like I'm not a sporty person sports and me we don't we don't mesh well however I was a soccer star in preschool you know just I peaked I really peaked (laughs) I really peaked before I turned 13 is what this all boils down to um just kidding hopefully so where was I um yeah that was a tangent now back to I guess my story um so I was I think I've mentioned this before sorry I cracked my knuckles um but I was the quiet kid usually I have social anxiety but my social anxiety manifested in like a very unique way I said this in the last in my first episode everything about me has to be unique so why not my social anxiety manifestation well I don't know if it's unique because I never talked to anybody else let's see well I've never talked about social anxiety with other people however it seems that my social anxiety manifests in the same way that my dad's social anxiety does so (laughs) thanks thanks parents thanks for my wonderful genetics you know um but yeah so my social anxiety manifests in the way that I am so anxious at school whereas if I'm meeting strangers who I will likely never see again I am very much myself and I'm outgoing I think I said this before like if there are other people who are who their like personalities on 10 then I will cower into my corner I think that's verbatim what I said and I will not talk a lot that's just not like there are other like forceful presence and extroverted people there's no need for me to be extroverted in my eyes um but when people are like not coming forward to answer a question in a class then I'll raise my hand and I'll be I'll be the person to hopefully get things going like in my in the hospital setting I'm not really an anxious person at all I love meeting new people I love meeting residents and medical students and all that kind of stuff it's really cool to me but put me in a classroom with people my age um no thank you my anxiety truly manifests more when people are around my age you know it's like this running joke that like people are afraid of teenagers and I'm like no yes I am I'm not I'm on my last year of being a teenager and I'm still like well ah I know I'm technically older than them but they like have no cares in the world and I'm frightened by them um you know my anxiety telling me to be scared of people who have done absolutely nothing to me so yeah so um in a school setting I'm extremely anxious I don't ever see the need to participate in class because I'm like why should I raise my hand if I know the answer because I know the answer 
why should I raise my hand if I have a question when I can just raise my hand and you can come talk to me privately because that is the way I learn best is like a private talk person to person talk which you don't really get in public school but say la vie um yeah I'm trying to see where I'm going with this um hmm what can I say about like the person I was um if I got close to you that meant I really trusted you as a person um and I trusted you with my life um middle school was a very eventful very eventful um period in my life I got into toxic friendships I got out of toxic friendships and I don't I, I'm, I'm not like playing like it was an actual toxic friendship where like the person was manipulative and yeah I don't like to dwell on it and I don't here's the thing when I talk about it I don't want people to be like oh my god she's still hung up on something that happened in middle school it's like no this is my treatment plan for myself because I have to go through literally little traumas that I've experienced and that whole debacle was one of them there it was very clearly one of the traumas that I experienced because my brain can't seem to let it go um so I have to process it in a way that is healthy for me and that's talking about it um should probably be with a therapist but here I am with a podcast uninhibited inhibited what again English is my first language um but yeah so it's not that I'm hung up on it um I really don't even talk to anyone from middle school that much anymore um, they're all living their lives but um I think I focus on middle school middle school so much because it was such a defining moment in my life I was literally turning from a child to a teenager but also from someone who does not have a chronic illness to someone that does so very very um life-changing life-altering moments of my life happened in middle school so yeah I'm gonna harp on it a lot sorry um yeah but I had a toxic friendship in middle school I was going through puberty which is never fun um learned about puberty which was very unfun um got bullied (laughs) who didn't (laughs) oh got bullied tried to wanted people to like me but like also didn't know how to be myself was very much trying to discover myself um which I should mention like I found YouTube (laughs) while try while going to middle school because I remember my first ever YouTube video search was like tips for middle school and like how to be cool in middle school or something like that um and that's how I found the first youtuber that I ever subscribed to um so that was like my gateway into youtube was literally middle school so um if you don't know which you definitely don't but like literally I watch most of my content on youtube now we are almost 20 minutes into the podcast and I haven't talked that much about school so um this is how my brain works I'm so sorry if this makes absolute no if this makes no sense to you I'm so sorry I'm so sorry okay um next time I promise I will plan out my episode better but this was really just on a spur of the whim whim of the spur that's I know that one's not it um spur of the whim okay 
let's actually talk about school. I don't even remember. I cut my own self off, so I don't remember what I was saying. That was smart. Um, I don't, I have no idea what I was saying. Let me, <laughs> you know, it's just a mess and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, so middle school was a very defining moment in my life. That's, I've said that already. Um, let's talk about English class more because that'll lead into high school a little bit. Um, I greatly struggled in English class. I'm just not the kind of person that can interpret things the way they want you to interpret it, which is my biggest bone to pick with English class is that they're like, everything's up to interpretation. It's all free flowing. Art is art essentially literature can be interpreted in many ways and i'm like cool so this is the way i interpreted the passage and then they're like well try to dig deeper that's not quite right you can try to do it a different way i'm like but but this is that this is what i got this is what i got from the passage i did not find a deeper meaning <laughs> or the deeper meaning i found was blank and i'm like well just just try harder and I'm like, how are you going to tell me my interpretation is wrong? Because it, it's not. It just doesn't fall under your guidelines for an interpretation that's right. But who are you to say my interpretation's wrong? We get this more in high school. But yeah, um, I also just have a lot of trouble, trouble with spelling and grammar. Not my forte. Never my forte um really hated reading and annotating books because that's not how I understand things again we'll get into that more too but I like to read a book and then analyze everything that I've gotten from it I don't really love picking apart chapter by chapter section by section a book to see the bigger meaning sometimes it can be helpful because there are obviously things I miss um interpret um but it's just not my preferred method I don't like marking up a book because I may want to revisit said book and um read it again and I don't want to see my notes distracting me it's a personal preference I guess um but yeah this goes more into high school and how they would literally grade us on our annotations. <sighs> the trauma. <laughs> I hesitate to call it trauma, but it is trauma because I, it made me severely depressed. Um, but the trauma from high school woo, deserves multiple parts of its own episode. But yeah, um, I guess I'll talk about how uh, going back to middle school just briefly it's not gonna be brief with me but um making the shift from just a normal what's normal but like your average everyday student to a student who had an illness was oh my goodness so strange you know middle schoolers have so many questions but they're never actually willing to ask you the questions so they'll go the completely horrible route and they'll ask someone who may have like nothing to do with you um so I found out that a lot of people were like curious as to why I just up and left school 
Um, so they asked my friends, which good line of thought. However, I did not tell my friends everything I was going through because it was a bit startling for people, which um, also leads into high school. I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent, but the reason I felt so isolated was because whenever we would bring conversations up where we would talk about things and I would talk about maybe dialysis or something, it felt like I brought the mood down because maybe I did. I really don't know. No one would tell me anything. But I would talk about how a teacher was unfair and I would talk about how I was literally emailing this teacher on dialysis and they were like blank 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 whatever. And then it would seem like no one would want to talk to me anymore because I mentioned that I was on dialysis. But this was a totally normal thing to me. I never hold anyone at fault for it because it's literally not their fault. I don't know how I would react when people just brought up medical terms to me. Um, you know, they probably just didn't know how to navigate it. It just, you know, was very isolating and made me feel very alone. But yeah, back to people going to my friends before they went to me. Um, I know I'm a quiet person, but I thought I was approachable, especially in middle school. Oof. Just a little hint of who I was in middle school. Yeah, I looked like I was in Shake It Up. (laughs) I wish I was joking um very insecure about my body so hid a lot of my body um one time had a like a bright pink not bright hot pink sweater like zip up sweater with orange yoga pants no the yoga pants were pink the sweater was orange and someone said I look like Dora and they weren't wrong so that hurt my feelings just a lot of bright colors neon leggings unfortunately i can actively say that i had neon leggings neon pink and neon green leggings you know if i was on shake it up they would have said i was killing the game but i wasn't i was a 12 year old that was lost oh hey (laughs) um yeah, so middle school style was not a thing. Eesh. Um, what was I talking about? You see, I got lost again. Let me try to retrace my steps. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I was talking about how I was approachable. I definitely was not intimidating. If anybody who went to middle school with me could tell me, I very much do not believe that I wasn't ever an intimidating person so no um I should also add that I had a high-pitched voice in school um meaning when I'm very nervous or I don't feel comfortable my voice tends to get high-pitched so uh this is what you're hearing I don't know if you consider this high-pitched I personally don't but that's because I'm hearing my own voice um I don't consider this high-pitched but my voice will be an octave to two octaves higher than what it is now again true I was 12 but um I do tend to have the same vocal pattern when I'm like not comfortable with where I am um I had one person talk to me and tell me that they I guess I grew on them because that their first impression was of me was I I was an annoying high-pitched voice girl that's verbatim what they said I do not remember the 
attempted compliment they were trying to give me because I just remember the negative things they had to say to me at 12 years old. I'm 19. It's seven years later. And I still held on to that because I couldn't help it. Yay. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't think I was an intimidating person. So like, if anybody wanted to come up and approach me and ask me questions, it was fine. I mean, people asked me questions in class and I was like very willing and able to answer them. I'll answer your questions. I'm an open book. I need a podcast. I have nothing to hide. But um, I also had my port at that time. So like people would just stare at my chest. I can go into how not only middle schoolers, but grown adults would be staring at my chest Um, And as a minor, but as anybody in the whole wide world, that would be frustrating, right? Of course. I live in New York City. Nobody's supposed to care what you look like, except when they do. And they would stare at my chest, wonder what's wrong with me. And I would just be like, you could, you could mind your own business. You could mind your own business. You know, you could just mind your own business. I so badly wanted to tell them, like, has anybody ever told you not to look at someone's chest? You know, don't look at, don't look at people's chest. That's a no-no. That's very bad. I can tell you're looking at my chest. Sir and madam. It's always older people, too. I think because they know what a central line is, because, you know, their friends might have had central lines. I don't mean this as, like, shade, but, like, Even my grandfather was like, oh, this is what you should do for dialysis because his older friend was on dialysis. Just an FYI, um, dialysis advice um, isn't always going to work for everybody. So the advice I share are going to be tips, but like it might not work for you because dialysis is a very personalized, individual thing. Tangent over, I believe. So, yeah, people would just kind of stare at my chest and wonder what was wrong with me. And they would ask my friends what was wrong with me. And my friends didn't have the whole story. So, like, you're not getting the whole story anyway. And then they would come to me and tell. The people who are brave enough to ask me questions would be like, so you have kidney failure? And I was like, yeah. And they would be like, well, can't you live on one kidney? And I was like, yeah, but both my kidneys failed. Now, a middle schooler asking me that question? No problem. Adults, random strangers asking me that question? problem problem um iphones were still invented i was like five years old no six years old when the first iphone was invented so people had iphones in this during this time you could have googled it you didn't have to ask a 13 year old i know i am your accessible version of the knowledge but you're an adult i do not know you please leave me alone maybe um I would this is definitely going to be a tangent but I would love the advice that people would try to give me oh my god I saw this great tiktok about um someone who had cancer and they were using like that filter that glows purple and they were like my cancer leaving my body when people told me to eat healthy I was like, I need to make one that says my kidneys regaining function after people told me to drink water. Like, these people were not in my house every day. They did not know how much I hydrate. I drink a lot of water. That's why it was so hard for me to be on a liquided 
amount look what <laughs> limited amount of liquid when I was on dialysis I drink a lot of water that's not what caused my illness it's not the fact that I have fat on my body and that I was a what would I call myself I mean I was fat but like not really Pe- like society made me believe I was fat but I was like a normal sized person you know what I mean you know what I mean you definitely know what I mean like you either had to be like very you either had to be either you had to show your bones or you were fat you know and that was great for my self-esteem let me tell you um but no I, I was under the belief that I was fat but I wasn't really fat I was just a healthy body I had a healthy body and fat isn't even a bad word because the whole thing is people equate being fat to a negative thing and being ugly but um I don't know if y'all are aware but people with fat are very gorgeous fat can be very beautiful that's another tangent within a tangent within a tangent but anyway um yeah people try to blame me or the way my mom raised me for how I got sick and it's like no I just got randomly sick I know that it I think I went on this tangent before too but like I know that it makes you feel uneasy about your own health that you maybe just be able to that you are able to just get sick out of nowhere but that's what happened to me stop trying to rationalize how I got sick you're not a doctor some of you aren't even nurses some of you don't even work in the medical field so I need you to keep your opinions to yourself thank you so much because you're not being helpful like you think you're being you're just being judgy and very wrong thank you I wish I could have said that then but um no I was not allowed to say that then um (laughs) good old days but people would I literally had someone in the bus that I was going to school I was going to school and this older lady was like pardon me but can I ask about what's on your chest and I was like yeah it's a port I go to dialysis I have kidney failure she's like really so young I would oh that was another question I hated like yes I have kidney failure at this young age. I didn't even know I was so young. Wow. Um, I get that it's coming from a good place, but um, hearing it every day for two years was quite annoying. Especially when you're exposed to the world of pediatric dialysis, which is a thing that happens. You know, there were people younger than me on dialysis. So, you know, perspective. Perspective. But yeah, she literally asked me, like, so your mom and father can't donate kidneys to you? I was like, no. And she's like, you, have you asked everybody in your family? I was like, yes. And none of them can donate a kidney? I was like, yeah. And she's like, what about your siblings? I'm like, I don't have siblings. Which, I just want to say, I uh, felt a little out of pocket to just assume I had siblings. It was It was a weird... It was a weird feel for me personally it was a weird vibe to just assume I have siblings yeah many people are always surprised to learn that I'm an only child I don't know why I don't know what kind of energy I give off but I'm an only child I, I know just an only child and then okay this is a tangent I know but I 
ow it gets me so annoyed when people are like so you must be spoiled right and i'm like mm, well not really <laughs> i grew up in a haitian household what spoiling do you speak of excuse me like sure my parents gave me gifts but like the normal amount and then they disciplined me when i did something wrong I don't know what you think spoiled is, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say I was spoiled. I would say I lived a rational, balanced life as a child. But you know, whatever. Whatever you say. Not every only child is spoiled, please. I've met to be honest with you, most of the people that I've met that are spoiled have siblings. Most of them. And you're probably like, it's because you're the baby. No, not even. You'd be surprised. There's always somebody who's spoiled. And it's not, it's usually not the only children. So, thanks. That was a tangent. Again, ugh. I think by now you've noticed that my brain operates on tangents. Everything's connected to something in my head. So I'll find a connection to get to somewhere. I could find a connection to get to Alaska if I wanted to. But why won't? (laughs) Wow, I actually did find a connection that connects directly to dialysis. That's crazy. I won't go into that story, though. Um, So, yeah, people thought they knew better than me and my doctors a lot. Um, People tried to give me homeopathic, hemopathic, um, alternative medicine, which I think is great. Truly, I do not knock it at all. However, for me personally, when both my kidneys have failed and there was an opportunity for them to not fail... And to be reinvigorated, not reinvigorated, invigorated again. Um, yeah, and that didn't work. I'm just going to say, like, it's out. Like, it's out of the question. My kidneys have failed. It's done. What's done is done. You know? Um, yeah, I don't really want to get acupuncture because I'm getting stuck with needles all the time anyway. But thank you. I appreciate it. You know? I'm sure I'm, I, I do not know the benefits for other things, but I'm sure it's beneficial for other things. I just don't know about, um, kidney failure, you know, but everybody's different. So yeah, but, uh, the people who thought they knew better than me and who would always ask me about if I've tried asking all the members of my family and I'm like, yeah, most of them have high blood pressure because they're older than me um the other ones are like in school so they don't really have time off or they have kids of their own there are mothers and fathers who do not have time to take out of their busy schedule to help me which i absolutely understood and never held against anyone i'm not literally so thankful for everybody that got tested thank you so much but if you couldn't do it, you couldn't do it. I get it, you know? This is an incredible commitment. No worries. I totally understand. And people, some people would genu- genuinely feel bad that they couldn't take the time out of their life. And I'm like, don't worry about it, you know? I get it. It's all good. I know that you care about me and I'm very appreciative. That's all that matters, you know? I know you have your own life to deal with. Thank you. Yeah. 
but um the people who thought they knew better than me thank you so much yeah just thank you so much people would ask me if I could take my port out and in my mind I was like you see me with it every day why you think you don't you think I would take it out if I could anyway that's besides the point but yeah navigating school life um with a port not fun because people would look at it and then I also have to be very careful about where I'm going and make sure people don't bump into me it's like the like when I get a shot people are always bumping into me on the arm that I got a shot and so (laughs) when I was like having to protect my port it was like oh all the things are trying to hurt my port now my backpack would like accidentally pull my skin a little bit and my port would like hurt and I was like oh no this is a this is a very bad feeling um also if you can hear the sirens in the background welcome to new york there is not a day i do not hear sirens and i i okay and that's a besides the point but yeah middle school i don't really have much to say about middle school um health wise just more anxiety wise um yeah i think we can leave middle school alone for now let's talk about high school oh my gosh just wow let's sit and just like take a breather because we're gonna get into something we're gonna get into something this is definitely gonna be like a two-part episode um i do have to go soon you don't know well this is unrecorded. You don't know that I'm going somewhere, but I have a Zoom meeting to go to. All my Zoom meetings are only associated with the hospital because I'm not in school currently, so. <laughs> Human interaction. Ooh. <laughs> I was actually thinking to myself earlier today, this relates to middle school. Like, I craved human interaction so much that I would literally go to, like, the, you know, the contact us points of, like, the AT&T, Verizon Wireless, like, Sprint places, and I would, like, ask people for help because I was actually needing help with stuff or, like, I wanted to ask about the prices for the iPhone, and then I would just get into conversations with them about how I'm a pediatric dialysis patient and I need a kidney, and I'm just like, Talia, you... (laughs) needed friends because um why are you talking to strangers um but if any of you anyone out there who has been one of those contact people who like messages people um via text i guess um and you talk to someone named talia who has kidney failure that was most likely me Um, I'm sorry to take your time out of your day and ask you to, uh, fill the void of friendship. Sorry about that. Um, forgive me. This is probably, like, five plus years ago. So, hey, I hope you're doing well. I have a transplant now. (laughs) So, yeah. But yeah, I craved, I craved personal interaction. Personal inter- I'm tired of speaking English. Can I make my own language? That's just, you know, me, where you understand me, no matter what I'm saying, and I don't mumble. I listened to my other episode, and I was like, ooh, I mumble a little bit too much. Maybe fix that. So I'm trying to pronounce and enunciate better. 
no promises, but I'll try. So let's talk about high school. Let's talk about um, the horrid experience that is high school. Um, just want to preface this, preface this by saying that when I was little, I was like, I don't need no man to go to prom. I'll go to prom with my friends if I have to. I don't care. I'm just going to go to prom and have fun. Um, context clues will lead you to um, know what I did non-prom night um I'm not gonna spoil it because like I'll get there but like context clues what do you think I did what do you think I did you're probably right um high school Jesus so my high school (sighs) I don't know where to begin um I'm gonna really try to talk about this school without naming it because I don't want to put this school on blast because I do not have an issue with the school per se. I may have issues with individual people who may not even work at the school anymore. Um, because I truly do not know what's happening in that place. So this is a general analysis. Hopefully y'all don't do nothing. Y'all, I keep saying y'all like there are actually people listening to this. Um, no, it's just me talking to a mic. That's all. I'm just like playing like I have an audience confidence boost. Anyway, um, this school that I went to, it had, oh, you're going to totally know what school I'm talking about. Is that a bad thing? Because it already has a reputation. Reputation? A reputation. Hmm. Um. Okay. I'll say it. The school has a new building. Was in a new building the year that I um entered. So not only were us freshmen completely in a new building, but so were the upperclassmen, all the min- administration, and everyone else. So everybody had to get used to a new building, which I saw as a plus initially because it was. Until I had to leave school, which I talked about before. So, yeah. Um, my school advertised itself as a non-testing school. People who have gone to my school and know me know that that is a very, very blatant lie. Ugh. Woo. Um, my school, my alma mater i i was gonna research if like alma mater is just for colleges but i don't know um forgive me for my ignorance if i continue to say alma mater when talking about my high school i have my phone right here i can look it up i just don't like want to not be saying anything on the podcast because like that's the whole point alma mater Okay, I'm going to see. I spelled it wrong, of course. Um, Alma mater. The school, college, or university that one once attended. So, guess what? It applies. So, um, my alma mater. This sounds so sophisticated to me. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, alma mater. Sophistication. Um, yeah, so it has a reputation already. It's a, frankly, a... a I'm not gonna say that (laughs) but um it was a school um 
freshman year. So it's my first. So let's let's count all the things that are new. Um, new school with new people, social anxiety, all time high. Um, first school year with me not being in the hospital and me just being a dialysis patient. Again, anxiety sky high. Um. So I said new people, new building that I have to get used to, new teachers, just new everything. And I was, oh, I couldn't, I, oh, baby Talia, 14 year old Talia was like, this is a new school. I'm going to reinvent myself. Girl, I didn't reinvent nothing. Um, if I wanted to reinvent myself, I should have just gone to therapy, which was an actual way of reinventing myself um so I'll get into freshman year and then I'll um cut this pot off and then talk about it more in the next episode because I feel like I can conk out two episodes today hopefully um running on very low energy and no sleep but hey I'm not pulling all nighters for school so I gotta use that energy somehow um but yeah so knew everything really just like woo woo what's it called culture shock shelter shock what (laughs) i'm sorry but um just shock you know just like woo 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 those are sirens (laughs) i sound like sinclair from living single my mom was born in the 70s if you couldn't tell already um yeah but like sirens woo 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 just you know a lot 14 new school high school reinventing myself um I'll tell you what on um the first day of geometry because I was so used to taking my pills at 9 a.m in the morning and um I will not wake up or notice that my phone is ringing without that annoying alarm that goes yeah um so that alarm rung while we were in the middle of geometry and everyone looked at me and I was like oh this is a great start to high school everyone's looking at me like why the hell does she have an alarm on for this time what's wrong with her oh wait I'm not supposed to say that (laughs) I'm not supposed to assume what people are thinking about me because that is dangerous to my mental health and I too often make assumptions about what people are thinking about me. See? CBT. CBT is at work. We're working to abolish negative thoughts that come in my head. We're doing it. We're doing it. Um, so yeah. Um, I got like all the classes I wanted to get in. Um, the only few people that I knew from middle school weren't necessarily in my classes. So it was really like new people that I had to meet. And I was like, I'm going to not be so shy she said with the fucking <laughs> I'm sorry I curse I'm sorry um with the what's it called my central line that was not I was incapable of hiding it because I need to be able to go to dialysis and do school Ugh, whatever but yeah it's really fun being um the new kid in a collective of new kids but also the new kid with a visibly obvious thing on her chest like I said everyone would just look at my chest 
Don't look. Don't look. Breathe. Don't look at people's chest. Just don't do it. I'm telling you right now. Don't do it. Even if it says something on their shirt. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know what you can do? You can ask them what their shirt says. Because they probably know. And if they don't, they can look down at their chest. Rather than some stranger doing it. You might not be trying to be a creep. But it's creep behavior. <laughs> oh boy. I honestly don't remember much about freshman year. I'm going to tell you that straight up. I just remember the school being quite difficult for me. Which is going to be a running theme for all four years. Um, I remember trying to stick out everything in the school year. Like trying to literally solve all my problems by myself and um I guess um what was I saying my like alarm is going off on my phone because I have something to do jeez there we go um so what was I uh yeah I don't really remember much about high school, the freshman year because it's just a hodgepodge of uh, hard experiences of me not asking for help and then me realizing that I needed help and then it being too late because I had to step down from high school and um, recuperate because it was just doing such a taxing amount on my body going to high school every day and doing um, eight hours of homework. What? Wait a minute. Did she say eight hours of homework? Yes, I did. And then also being in dialysis for three hours. Let me tell you something. My school, my alma mater (laughs) markets itself as a non-testing school. However, the homework that I would receive? What? Again, let's talk about that later. But, ooh, wow so just imagine five maybe even five hours of homework but three hours on dialysis that I can't actually do my homework on because the dialysis machine is taking my blood pressure which is on my right arm which is my writing hand and also dialysis is just too noisy for me to read the dense packets that they would have me read that my brain just can't comprehend oh and so much more to come so I'm gonna leave you on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Um, I don't have to be this awkward by myself. It's literally just me, yet I choose to be this awkward. Oh boy. Um. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna end this episode here, and then I'm gonna like stop, join a Zoom meeting, and then record the rest of this episode. Um. And I'll just remember that I'm talking about freshman year, and then you'll get a whole episode that's actually about school and dedicated to school hopefully i'm sorry i go on so many tangents it's just how my mind works okay i think i'm gonna end it here bye see you later goodbye